This is Mom Squad Pod, your weekly update on tips, tricks, and all things parenting with Maureen Kyle. Everybody will get hacked at some point. Every organization, if they haven't already, right? It's just the nature of the beast, right? You're putting stuff out there, stuff's going to happen. Organizations that you know I've seen are doing their best to protect you, but you have to do your best and your part to protect yourself. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Mom Squad Pod, the podcast where we talk a lot of things parenting. And this morning, I want to tackle an issue that I think we do not do our homework on, and that is what do we post about our kids? What do we not post about our kids on social media? And what are we doing that puts them at risk? So I am joined by Matt Franco, who is a cybersecurity professional with RSM. And Matt, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us because I feel like I have so many questions I'm going to throw at you in so many situations and we need this information. It's so vital. Yeah. Thanks, Maureen, for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, let's start with this. I mean, I have friends that don't post anything. I mean, they act like they don't even have kids, even though they might have two or three little ones and they just, they won't post their faces. They won't post their names. They won't post anything. And then I have the opposite. I have friends that post everything about their kids, what their kids ate for dinner, what their kids did at school that day. And then like every birthday, what do you think? Is, is there a school of thought? Like, should we not post anything or should we, are we okay posting everything? Is there a happy medium? What do you think? Well, if you want to live life risk-free, then yeah, don't post anything. But in reality, we have to live our lives. We have to go about, you know, the world. If you didn't want to, you know, put yourself at risk, period, you would never leave your house, mm-hmm. right? But in in real life, in the real world, I think we have to open ourselves up to certain things, but we have to be careful about it, right? We have to take calculated risks. So posting every little thing that your child does on a daily basis on the internet for the whole world to see, probably not a good choice. Mm-hmm. But somewhere you know, in between a happy medium where you're managing your social media appropriately, you only have people that you know as friends, you're only sharing that information with a small group of people, with your friends, and maybe not posting every little thing about your child's life online is probably the, the right way to go. Is there something that you think people post that, that, that puts that child at risk and they don't even realize it? I don't know if there's any one thing. I think it's a, a myriad of things. So as you post more and more things about your child, if someone's able to get their hands on it, they can start to connect the dots, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, They can start to connect the dots on birth dates. They can start to connect the dots on things that your kids like to do, which gives more and more information for somebody to either start to, to steal identities or information that they can use against you or against your child to warm themselves up, if you will. Uh, A big thing in the hacking world is uh, phishing. So a lot of what you know the bad guys do is they will try to fish an individual. But when they try to fish a specific individual, what they're doing prior to that is trying to learn as much as possible about somebody. So if I go on Facebook and I find out that you have three kids and I know those kids' ages and I know what they like to do and I know what you like to do with them, I can now craft something specific that 
can trick you very easily into clicking a link, providing me information that I can then use against you or to steal different parts of your identity. So I think it's, you know, as a, as a parent, as an individual for yourself even, it's about having that operational awareness is, is the term that you use in, in military, operational security, if you will, knowing that anything that you put out there into the world, anything that you're doing, anything that you're saying to somebody could open yourself up to the potential of, of risk from your, your cyber standpoint or your physical standpoint. And let's focus on birthdays, especially, because that's kind of what I've had in mind when I think about, gosh, should I post a picture of them on their birthday? And we all do it. We're all parents. Matt, you're a parent too. You know, you post a big like, oh, happy birthday, Billy. Year five, I can't believe time's flown. You know, and then if somebody gets their hands on that, they can figure out the birthday. Can they get access to things like a social security number or start to create a... Um, you know, a profile or, or something that would steal a child's identity. And then you go, I, I think of that social security number, you, you go, uh, you know, to open a credit card when they're 18. And meanwhile, somebody has been using their information. I mean, that's kind of my biggest fear and where I'm thinking, if I post that birthday post, can something like that happen? I mean, first name, last name, date of birth, you get asked that a lot to verify your identity. So that is a risk. Mm -hmm. um, is that something that a lot of people take into account. I mean, you tell your, your kid's age. I, we were just talking before, right? And I told yeah. you, oh, my son turns X months old tomorrow. And I'm not going to say it to everybody. Yeah. And, and you start to, you know, just in natural conversation, tell folks that. So, you know, is it a great idea to be sharing that stuff on their specific birthday, their specific age, their date of birth, et cetera, et cetera? Probably not, but do we do it as, as human beings because we like to create that, that interaction? I mean, when, when our child was born, uh, we posted you know, his, his picture with his statistics right below it. It's all about controlling who you're disseminating that information to. If you have a public profile and you're blasting it out to everyone and anyone that's on the internet, probably a little bit concerning. Uh, if you're sharing it specifically with folks that you know and folks that you are friends with and you're not sharing it to friends of friends and things of that nature, then I think, you know, you're probably writing that line, if you will, of am I doing too much? Am I doing too little uh, to be able to live your life, right? Yeah. And we, we trust the privacy settings, but I'm no expert in, you know, I look at Facebook and I look at Instagram, all, all the same company, but um, you know, some of those apps on the social media sites, am I hitting the right privacy settings? What should we be thinking about when we're looking through the options? Yeah, so I am big on some, in, in our family, what we tend to do is we, we have set up, we don't share a lot of things on social media when it comes to our kids. We share some things. So if anybody that I'm friends with is watching, oh no, he definitely shares. Yeah. We do share something. But there's a ton of stuff that we don't share. And for that, we've actually set up, you know, groups specific within iCloud for Apple or within Google Cloud that we share with our family members because, you know, grandma or grandpa or, you know, great grandpa wants to see the kids. So we set it up specifically so only they can see it. We don't share, you know, every picture online of, you know, or, you know, you name it, our kids doing whatever they're doing, right? Um, when it comes to the privacy settings, you know, I think you have to take into account 
And you have to understand what you're answering in each one of those questions, whether it's Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or, you know, whatever the social media platform that you, you want to choose. I think each one has unique settings that you have to, you know, take the time and educate yourself. There's a ton of information out there. You know, you look at uh, the Department of Justice has some information out there. You look at um, the Academy of American Pediatrics, I think it's called, they have some good information out there to help coach you. And even, even the applications themselves have some good coaching guides in there on what you could and should do as a parent. Uh, yesterday, you had mentioned something about talking about TikTok. I don't have TikTok, thank the Lord. I don't have a kid who is on TikTok either. So I had to go and download it. And I was looking through the privacy settings and I was looking through the tips and tricks. It tells you what, what to do and, and how to set up profiles. So that way you can monitor what your kids are doing. You can protect your children as best that you can. But a lot of times it comes down to thinking through, you know, one of the things I read and, and what we tell our clients too is think through, if I post this, do I want everyone to know about this situation and think of the repercussions long term mm -hmm. of whether or not you would offer this information to a stranger if you will. yeah I think I, those are good guidelines to follow you bring up a good point because um another reason why i've i've heard i've read articles and then i've heard other parents say this to me that um their child's not giving consent to their image like we as parents are posting you know um Jane's eighth birthday party, but then when she turns 18, is she going to turn around and say, mom, I can't believe you posted this about me 10 years ago. And now I'm trying to apply for college. And, mm -hmm. and does that footprint last that long? Like, I mean, I, I, I don't know, crystal ball, you know, we're, we're having our kids apply for college or jobs and, and will that haunt them? It's like Sam. Well, my kids are watching Sam that right now. Because yes. It's baseball season. Yeah. So when, uh, who is it? Um, I can't think of his name. The Wait. great Hambino is his oh, yeah. adult name, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. And he goes until, oh wait, no, it wasn't. It was squint says until forever. <laughs> I mean, if you post something online, it gets replicated, it gets saved, it gets shared. Now, do you have the right to be forgotten? There's a lot of privacy rules that are coming out that you know, the state of California put out a privacy rule. There's other states starting to adopt those privacy rules. It all started with Europe when they created their um, GDPR. I think it's the General Data Protection Regulation. Don't quote me on the specific uh -huh. name, just GDPR, right? Um, they started things. So now we're getting states to adopt uh, different privacy rules where you have the right to be forgotten. So, you know, if you want to delete your Facebook profile and you're in the state of California, you have the right to have Facebook remove all of your data. Will they actually remove all of your data? It's, it's tough to give an absolute there, but I would make the assumption that anything that you post online is online forever. Let's uh, talk about, um, especially with teens. I know you and I have young kids, so we're, we're not in this yet. I mean, teens, they're going to want their own um, control over profile pictures and and what images they put out there. But I was doing another interview the other day where it was talking with an app creator. And he said, you can create an avatar 
you know, so your kid can create an avatar. So they're not putting their own photo out there. And then that way somebody won't do a reverse image search and find more information about them. <laughs> do people put, do reverse image searches? I mean, is that a risk that, I mean, even as adults, like I, I'm, my face is always out there. So I, I, I think I'm a little numb to it, but um, when we think of photos, are there people doing reverse image searches on random teens or, or kids that they find? There's a lot of bad stuff that happens out there. Um, I don't know of any specific instances of folks doing reverse image searching, but if somebody is thinking of that, that means there's somebody else thinking of that, which means there's probably somebody else doing it, right? Right. Um, everybody, it, I, there's always there's always somebody out there trying to do some harm to someone. I think that's just the nature of the world that we live in, right? So yeah, probably someone somewhere doing it. Are they doing it specifically on you for any you know reason? Tough to tell, tough to know. Um, but there is technology out there that can do that. And any way that, you know, someone can find a way to get money or to get ahead in their lives, they're trying to figure out a way to do it, right? Is there any way to tell that, um, I know I, sometimes you get that email that somebody's tried to log in as you, but is there any other way to tell that um, your social media or, um, any other apps that you use that they've been compromised? So uh, let me talk a minute about protecting your oh, apps, right? Yep. So all of these applications that now exist, a lot of, a lot of individuals, organizations, sorry, individuals mm -hmm. have the same password for all of their apps, right? Yeah. We're all guilty of it in right. some sense, right? It's, I only have so much room in my brain and it, there's like right. three passwords that I can remember. Yes. The problem with that is that password is going to get compromised. Somewhere, someone is going to compromise an organization and they're going to get your password and your username. And what they will then do is sell that on the black market or on the dark web as, as, they, as we like to call it. And someone will buy that and they will try to use those credentials on a bunch of different applications. So what we've seen a lot is, you know, I've worked with restaurants who have had to struggle with, yeah, somebody bought a bunch of credentials and they were spraying is the, the industry term for it. They were spraying those credentials at our application, getting into folks' accounts and stealing their gift card data to order, pick your food, right? So that's that's something where now they're stealing your money. They can do the same thing and spray those passwords at Facebook or Instagram or you know you name it, right? And have stolen your email from your credentials from you know your email and then go after your online profiles and gain access to your online profile. So number one. It is very important to use different passwords for different applications. I know there's only so much in our brain, so they uh, have a lot of options for you. There are password vaults uh, that you can do Google password vaults. You then only have to remember one password to get yourself into that password vault. And then all of your other passwords, you never even have to know because you just copy and paste. Hmm. Um, it works on your phone, it works on your, your PC, your Mac, et cetera, et cetera. 
Apple has built in keychain. So I can tell you, I have thousands of passwords. I have no idea what they are because they're in my, you know, iCloud keychain and it's shared across all my devices. So wherever I am, I just can pop it in and it, you know, validates me with my face or my, my fingerprint and, and lets me in. So that's number one, right? Different passwords for different applications. Number two, you want to make sure those passwords are strong. If you create a password and it is spring 2021 exclamation point, guess what? Not strong. Yeah. But I will tell you, every company that we work with has people that has spring 2021 exclamation point as a password right now. Yeah. It's easy, right? <laughs> I've actually or, that on campaign, one. Yeah. Right? You called me out. I'm not going to say which <laughs> Which program, but yes, I have used spring 2021 and then there a we go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So don't do that. <laughs> um, so create strong passwords. So, you know, what's your, your favorite song, right? What's a line from your favorite song? You'll always remember it, right? Yeah. My, what wh I, you know, I, I can't think of a song right now off the top of my head because I just, I just can't, right? Mambo number um, four. There you go. There we go. Mambo number five, <laughs> right? Pick a line from Mambo number five, make it 15 characters, you'll be good. Yeah. You'll always remember it though, right? Because it is what it is. And, and every, you know, application, you pick something else. But it's really easy to use the password vaults and they randomize and select the passwords for you. And then you never have to remember them. Make sure you don't forget the password to your password vault though. That could be a problem. Another thing is to make sure you have multi-factor authentication. Everybody is familiar now with multi-factor authentication. You get a text on your phone, you have Google Authenticator. That um, will make sure that anybody that tries to log into your social media, your shopping accounts, et cetera, et cetera, that they can't get in because if they even guess your password, let's pretend you're using spring 2021 exclamation point and they guess it it's going to then send a code to your phone and they don't have your phone. So that is another way to, to protect yourself. And then you could also set up alerting. So if you're, you know, somebody logging into your account, you can receive an email to make sure and validate that it was you that actually logged into your account at that time. I guess when you just went over all of that, my, my question is you, you talked about Keychain and Google Vault. Those don't get hacked? I mean, they could. Everything can. Yeah. Um, it's again, you want to make sure that that password is really, really, really secure. And that one is the one that, you know, nobody can guess. So, you know, my common passwords right now, I think are like 20 to 25 characters, but they're really easy to remember because it's a song. Okay. And I always remember that song. So my password to get into my keychain that protects everything is that line from that song that I will not say. <laughs> Yeah, that's fascinating. So, um, I mean, overall, the theme here that we're, we're going over is keeping your kids safe. You have to also keep your information, your apps safe, and it's, it's kind of all intertwined. Is there, is there a certain app that, that everybody uses that, that gets hacked more often? I, I'm thinking you brought up food, you know, like restaurants or you know, I'm, I'm bringing up social media, but is there, is there a certain, is there everybody, anything? Everybody will get hacked at some point. Every organization, 
if they haven't already, right? It's just the nature of the beast, right? You're putting stuff out there, stuff's going to happen. Organizations that, you know, I've seen are doing their best to protect you, but you have to do your best and your part to protect yourself. A, you know, retailer or a food company or, um, you know, somebody that does social media can't protect the fact that you're putting everything out there about yourself, everything out there about your kid, or if you're using a very easy to guess password to get in and you don't enable the security features that they offer up to you. So you have to do your part to protect yourself. So be educated, be vigilant. I mean, it's just like anything else with your kids, right? You wouldn't let your you know, child roam around the mall back when we used to go to the mall um, by themselves. You made them hold your hand when they crossed the street. You would make them look both ways. All of those practices, vigilance and, and good parenting skills apply when we talk about online. So make sure you know what is, is going on in, in their lives, what you're putting out in your lives and just practice those skills. And I think you'll put yourself in a good position to be able to live your life and manage the risk associated with it. Yeah, I'm gonna ask a really kind of personal question then. I mean, you have three kids, they're young. Mm -hmm. What won't you post about your kids or of your kids? Um, it's not what I won't post of my kids. It's where I post what of my kids. I mean, don't get me wrong. Stuff gets through sometimes where you're just doing something and you don't think about it. But I try to have, like I said, you know, the separate, the stuff that we're okay posting, like, you know, little Jimmy, even though my kid's not Jimmy, so yeah. I'm being super <laughs> private right now, right? Yeah. Was playing his baseball game, check out his first baseball game versus, hey, you know, he took his first steps today or, you know, he ate his favorite food, which is spaghetti, which now, you know, we're starting to learn more about him on his digital footprint. Yeah. I just post that in something that is private, that is only shared with, you know, his, his family, if you will. So, yeah. It's not so much the what, it's the where. Mm -hmm. And if you do post something, anyone, not specifically you, but let's say, you know, we post something and then a few days later have that regret of, ooh, I probably shouldn't have posted that. Mm -hmm. Delete post or delete picture. Is it really? Hey. Probably not. I mean, once you post something out there, anybody can get to it, right? There's no restrictions to take a screenshot or take a picture or, you know, download a picture or save a picture or any of those things on the social media sites, right? Um, so I would say probably not. It's not gone forever. If You've done your part to limit the risk, right? So I wouldn't freak out about, you know, it's everywhere and now we can never get that back. You've done your part. You've limited your exposure. But, you know, could it show up 20 years down the road? I don't know. We've only, you know, been in this digital age with social media now for 15 years. So, you know, we'll see what happens in another five. <laughs> if we want to, I always feel like, um, you know, it's funny, I call it like the scary talks that we have to have with our kids. And if you were to have a scary talk with a teen to kind of like really lay out the reality of, of sharing, oversharing, what apps to use, what not to use, privacy, what, what would you say 
um, or recommend that parents say to teens to kind of give them that scary talk? I don't have teens, so yeah, I, thankfully yeah, I don't have to be it. there yet, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought I'd, I'd turn this off. Sorry. That's mine. Sorry, everyone. I, I'm dinging. I'm going to, I turned oh, off my phone you? and somehow it still comes. Okay. It's, it's the only time I'm popular is when I'm doing Zoom. <laughs> I get all the texts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's, it's a matter of, you know, just asking your teen, like, would you go run around in public like this? Or would you put this, you know, on the, I don't know if they still do this in schools, right? But on the bulletin board in school, right? Would you profess it out to your teachers? Would you want your you know, family to see this? And I think that would strike a little bit of a chord with kids uh, because you know, they you know, have relationships with their family. There are certain things they don't want them to know. So why would you put that stuff on the internet? I think that's, that's one thing. I think you know, there's also tools that you can download and use um you know within within the apps i think there's like family connections where you can monitor what your kids are posting um i know as they get to be teenagers they might revolt against that but um there there is that possibility now it doesn't necessarily stop them from creating different accounts and things of that nature so again it, it just comes back to being vigilant and teaching them the lessons uh as 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 they go right matt this has been totally fascinating Hang on a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we'll say goodbye to everybody and then I'm, I'm gonna wrap up with you. So, but this, okay. this, has been, this has been very insightful, very helpful. I feel like, you know, even if you do have young kids, this is good information to start that base of, of you know, how to proceed as they get into those teenage years. So I really appreciate your expertise in this. In this yeah, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. And you can always find more on the Mom Squad Pod. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to Mom Squad Pod with Maureen Kyle from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.